All right, welcome. Happy Saturday. We have a five-game slate to talk about in this video. If you're a first-time viewer, my name is DK. I cover content for NBA, NFL, XFL, Data Fantasy Sports, as well as for player prop sites like Prize Picks. If you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, you build two, three, four, five, up to six player props and win up to 25 extra money. So if you want to give it a try, you can use the code DKDFS for 100% match up to $100. I have a link down below. It's basically, Udipods using my code $100 as a free $100 to play with on the site. If you're looking for more in-depth content, you can check out my Patreon link down below for uh, DFS and for price picks. All right, so let's recap uh, today. So it was a really good day overall for me. Started the day off with the CSGO cash. Um, then we went to Call of Duty, had a takedown there in the $100 single entry, and had a good day overall in NBA. Nothing crazy, but about doubling up in everything that I played. So uh, let's go over my lineup. I played every single player from the late games, um, and I was just really, really high in two teams. That was the... Uh, the Clippers and the Pelicans. So my final lineup was Westbrook, Paul George, Trey Murphy, Najee Marshall, Plumley, CJ, Gordon, and Davis. I'll get out of the way so you guys can see the uh, full scores. But yeah, so I um, <clears throat> originally had Hernan Gomez, uh, but ended up pivoting to Plumley once we got the Zubach ruled out news. I had a little bit of sat, like I just, I, I made like a 2v2 or 3v3 swap. Um, went down. I really like Najee Marshall as a punt play. Um, he was solid. Trey Murphy started the game off really, really well, but kind of cooled off in the second half. My one big stand was I loved Westbrook today. I, like He was only projected for like 10, 12% ownership. And I, just, like, I was like, that does not make any sense. So that was my big flag plant. He smashed. Paul George started really slow, but smashed in the second half. Um, McCollum was fine. And then Gordon was uh, really solid value. I did also didn't understand like projections had Batum like three, four X the ownership of Eric Gordon. I told people on Patreon, I was like, that doesn't make sense to me. Give me Eric Gordon for lower ownership all day long. And then rounded out with Anthony Davis, who got in massive foul trouble too. So I had Plumley getting foul trouble, Anthony Davis getting foul trouble. Um, so no surprise there, but yeah, solid, uh, solid day overall, double up in NBA, cash and everything else, takedown in Call of Duty. So hoping to keep that going for this five game slate. And uh, let's just start off with the Detroit side. So Detroit, once again, pretty shorthanded. No Bogdanovich, no Duran, no Stewart, no Alec Burks. Alec Liver, or, um, Isaiah Livers is expected to be back. RJ Hampton is questionable. So starting lineup for the Pistons should be Ivy, Hayes, um, Magruder, Wiseman. And then the fifth starter, I mean, I guess they could go Bagley here since it's a big front court against Cleveland. Or they throw Isaiah Livers in there. Um, one of those two, I think, will be in the starting line. It most likely livers, but I guess since Cleveland starts Mobley and Allen, they the Pistons could go to um, they could go to Marvin Bagley. Um, but yeah, the the top two guys, Ivy Hayes. I mean, in a competitive game, we probably see around thirty minutes. The positive is there are times too when the Pistons get blown out that these guys close the game. So I think they're both solid options. One call them either either of them priorities. Bagley's five two. He's basically been playing the backup five, but. Um, if you get that starting lineup or will you get Bagley starting alongside Wiseman, I would like Bagley a lot more. Wiseman 4-9 did lose that power forward eligibility. He was power forward eligible for a couple slates. He's a good point for a guy. I expect 25 to 30 minutes, and he's a reasonable value in my opinion. Hamadou Diallo should come off the bench and chuck. Um, they're pretty shorthanded, so I, I like him. I don't think he starts, but I think we probably see at least 20, 25 minutes from Diallo. Livers, not the best point per minute guy, but probably will see a good chunk of minutes here in his 3.5K. Uh, Magruder should continue to start, would be my opinion. Um, I'll put 17 minutes last game, though, so it's a bit disappointing. And then you'll see Kojo, you'll see RJ Hampton in the rotation, but 
Probably not going to go to those guys. I move down to Cleveland. So Cleveland, fully healthy team. Uh, Mitchell, Garland, obviously both have a ceiling. You get 9.3K for Mitchell, who I like the ceiling a little bit more with, uh, as opposed to 8.8K Garland. Now, Garland still has relatively high floor, but if we're talking ceilings between the two guards, I prefer Mitchell. Mobley, Allen, I mean, they should see mid-30s minutes in the front court. Both are reasonable options. Lavert probably sees mid-20s minutes on average. I mean, he played 33 minutes last game. I don't think he plays that much, but he's only 3.9K with shooting guard eligibility. You'll see Okoro in the starting lineup. You'll see a bit of Rubio and a bit of Osmond. But Cleveland ran a very tight rotation last game against Boston. All right, moving on to Atlanta. So tough matchup here. Um, Trey Young's 9-5. Murray is 9-8. We saw the big game from DeJounte Murray tonight going for 58 fancy points. I would say that's a bit of an outlier and it's a tougher matchup here. So definitely not a priority. Trey Young was solid in 29 minutes as well. Um, Capello was pretty popular today. I didn't really understand why everyone was on him expecting him to play more minutes because Okongu got massive foul trouble last game. And I saw, like, a le- there's a few people, at least, that talked about that. Oh, you know, Quinn Snyder's the coach. Clint Capella's going to play way more. Capella only played 25 minutes tonight. So, um, I think it's going to be a relatively even spot with him in Okongu. I do think he plays a little bit more. But more of a tournament-only play for me. This group of, like, McDonavich, Hunter, Collins, and Bay are all fine. The ceiling, probably the highest in McDonavich. Bay, maybe the easiest to get to since he's the cheapest. But those guys all look pretty similar to me. And then Okongu is 4K. So if you think he plays like low 20s minutes like he did tonight, I think he's a decent value. If he only plays 13 minutes like two games ago, he's not. But again, he had five fouls in 13 minutes. All right, so let's talk about Miami. Miami, Jimmy Butler's questionable going into the day. Ended up playing. Um, I like the matchup a lot more for the Miami side. The issue with Jimmy and Bam, though, is they're not playing a ton of minutes. You did see 38 minutes for Bam tonight, but normally he's been hovering in that like low 30s minute range. I would say Hero is probably my favorite to get to by 39 minutes tonight just because he's got a shooting guard eligibility and um, is the cheapest of the group. Kevin Love probably sees low 20s minutes. I think he's just a secondary play. Struce, Martin, Vincent Oladipo. Don't know if I'm going to prioritize any of them. All right, so Houston and San Antonio. Uh, Houston, you got no Jay Sean Tate, uh, but they are starting to get healthy. Uh, you got KPJ and Jalen Green both back. You got a matchup with two bad teams going up against each other, two of the worst teams going up against each other. Chingun, I expect around 30 minutes. I like his upside for tournaments. Kevin Porter Jr. in his first game back played 26 minutes. So um, maybe we get some clarity uh, or if we get clarity before lock that he's no longer in a limit. I would like him a lot more. Jalen Green also didn't play a ton, 29 minutes, but we know the ceiling is there if he's knocking out his shots. Martin, Jabari Smith, more secondary plays. I'll mention, like, Tari Eason has been playing a bit more. We know he's a good point per minute guy, so 4.3K with a small forward eligibility. I think he's a solid value. I'm not sure if I would get to, like, Christopher or anyone else, though, in Houston. All right, so let's talk about San Antonio. No Devin Vassell. Kelvin Johnson's doubtful, and we're, we're waiting on the status of Branham. So if Branham's out, I think you get the starting lineup of Trey Jones, Graham, um, Sohan, Bates, Diop, and Collins. Um, so... And, and then if Branham is in, he probably starts over one of Trey Jones or Graham. Zach Collins, 6'4", like the matchup a lot for him. If he stays out of foul trouble, I like his ceiling a lot in this matchup. So I think he's a good option. Jeremy Sohan, I expect around 30 minutes from a guy that can stuff the stat sheet. We saw the big, big game from him last game. Bates Diop, not as high of a ceiling, but should see. I mean, he's been really consistent, right? If you just look at the last five games, 28, 29, 32, 34, 32 minutes. Um, he's giving you like mid-20s fancy points almost every single time. Trey Jones was on a limit, only played 21 minutes. So, again, I want to see news on him. If we get news that he's no longer on a limit, then I would really like him at that price. 
Bram, we know, is a good point per minute guy. Played 32 minutes last game. If there's no Branham or if Trey Jones is limited again, I really like Devontae Graham. Branham himself, if he plays, I expect to play 25 to 30 minutes will be a reasonable play. Bassett's going to play the backup five. He's a good point per minute guy. Um, I think he's a solid value. McDermott's out too, so this team is pretty shorthanded. You'll see some Wesley in the rotation. You'll probably see, uh, well, if Langford, if he plays, will be in the rotation. But um, again, they're relatively shorthanded here. Philadelphia, Milwaukee. So this game should be great to watch. Um, two powerhouse teams going up against each other. Embiid is 11-2. He had a really bad game last game, but I expect you know 35 to 40 minutes from him. Harden 9-7 had a bounce back game, but of course when Embiid's out, he bust with Embiid back. That's when he has a good game. It's like, what? That does not make any sense. But Harden and Embiid, I think, are solid spend ups. I think my favorite option, assuming he continues to start, would be Tyrese Max. He played 34 minutes last game. He's a guy that's going to come off, or, you know, he's, he's when he's out there, he's going to shoot, right? So when he was coming off the bench, he's coming off the bench and chucking. When he's starting, he's going to shoot a lot. He shot 21 times last game. So I like Max to get him out there. Um, Tobias Harris is a reasonable play at 5 3. I expect mid 30s minutes. They've been pretty consistent for him. Melton had a big game last game. He did have, what, five steals, so don't know if we can expect that again. But he is only 4K with shooting guard, small forward eligibility. Probably wouldn't get to Tucker or Reed or anyone else for Philly. Uh, on the Milwaukee side, Giannis ended to come about 12.3K. I think it's a pretty safe spend-up. I expect in a competitive game for him to play mid-30s minutes. Nothing else really standing out there with, like, Holiday or Portis or Lopez. I mean, Middleton just continues to play, like, mid-20s minutes every single game. They're pretty deep. I mean, they have Allen, they have Content, they have Crowder, Ingles, Carter. So there's nothing else that really stands out for me out, uh, to me outside of Giannis. Finally, Minnesota-Sacramento. This is definitely one of the more appealing games on the slate. Anthony Edwards, 9.4K. Been kind of quiet last three games. 36, or 35, 36, and 40 fantasy points. But we know the ceiling is there, and I expect him to play big, big minutes. Rudy Gobert had a really nice game in only 27 minutes. 51 fantasy points. This is a good matchup for him. The issue is the minutes haven't been great, but they did deal with a bit of foul trouble. Conley, Slomo, McDaniels all look pretty similar to me. Nas Reed had a good game with Gobert not playing as much. Nas Reed, they split the center minutes, and Reed's a really good point for many guys. So if you think Gobert gets in foul trouble, there's limit him, then you definitely want to have some interest in Nas Reed. Noel missed the game tonight, so you saw uh, my boy NAW play 20 minutes, and then Torian Prince also saw uh, 21 minutes. I think he's a fair value. Finally, the King. So Demontis' bonus is 10K. Um, I expect him to play mid-30s minutes, probably give you 45 to 50 fancy points. De'Aaron Fox, 9-1, more of a contrarian spend-up, but, I mean, he's played really well. Last three games, 77, 53, and 53 fancy points. Bleak Monk minutes have been down a bit of late, but we know if he gets it going, um, they will extend him. So always a guy of interest in for tournaments. Herder, Barnes, Murray, whoever struggles the most out of this group most likely gets benched. So it was Herder tonight. He only played 22 minutes. But Barnes and Murray both saw 30-plus minutes. Again, all the wings look relatively similar to me once again. Um, so I'd probably, if I was going to play one, play a low-owned option. Don't know if I get to anyone else, though, off the bench. So that's going to wrap up the video, guys. Again, if you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to like, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and uh, we'll see you all in the next video.